if you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. So we talk with amazing couples who share their stories and incredible experts who share their wisdom about building a life together. And at the end of every show, we give you a conversation starter so you and your spouse can build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having conversations that matter. Happy Happy New Year! Year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We need some kazoos, honey. Hey, it's Danielle and Justin, and this is episode 109, and we are feeling reflective. We're actually feeling kind of weird. We're sitting in the spare bedroom at Danielle's sister's house. Because it's the holidays. <laughs> and that's what you do. You're and in the spare bedroom. <laughs> and why did we not record in the studio at home before we came on this trip, you might ask? Because we were full on in family Christmas time. Yeah. And yeah. that's just where we were. It's so. been movies and board games and Christmas lights and all of it. Lots of fun. And yeah. now it's New Year's. Yes, it is. It is New Year's Eve as we record this. And um, so we wanted to just take some time and talk about uh, hashtag couple goals. Oh my gosh, Justin, have you ever looked on Instagram and looked up that hashtag of couple goals? Okay, so as I was looking one up earlier. There's some pretty racy stuff there. There's definitely racy stuff, but. I'm not complaining. it, It was funny because it like, it was like ranging from like. Two people, like, holding hands, jumping off a cliff, to, like, laying in their bed. Yeah. To, I'm like, how is that a goal? Well, I have no it's idea. it's like, I, I don't know, It'll people use that hashtag for stuff like matching family pajamas. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Or a lot of people use it with, um, like, the, the crazy workouts that couples do together. Yes. Where they're, like, standing on each other's pelvises and twirling in the air, spinning flaming batons and Do you think that's more a sex thing or a No, no, no. It's it's, it's I mean it's it's very clear in the in the posts that it's about fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff there. But um actually today what we're going to do is we're going to look back at 2018 and look forward to 2019 with just getting on the same page. Yeah. We're going to share with you some of the process that we use every year to to get on the same page and and have great conversations together, but also to like set some intentionality to where we're headed together. I mean, separately with our careers, with business, with whatever, but but together as a family. I know. Because I think that's something that's missing for a lot of folks. Yeah. I mean, I can get in my world where I'm just doing my thing, and you can get in your world where you're just doing your thing. Yeah. And the track in the middle where it's both of us, it can kind of be left willy-nilly to like, oh, well, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And so... Well, before we dive dive in too far, okay. uh, thanks for listening. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and our mission is to impact one million couples by 2020. That's a big thing, so fasten your seatbelt, folks. If you want to be a part of the adventure, then welcome to the family, because uh, we need all the help we can get, yeah, to, to quote your dad. All right. Well, here's a few ways you can join the adventure. All right. So you can share this podcast with your friends on Facebook. Share it. Share it. Share it. <laughs> Leave a review. Um, we love reviews. We absolutely love reviews. They they help us know how we're doing, and, and and it's important in the iTunes directory, like how our show shows up when people search. It the reviews matter big time there. 
And join our conversations in the Facebook community. We have Legendary Marriage Facebook community. We're always having great conversations in there about family, marriage, all kinds of stuff. Everything. Literally everything. (laughs) You can get that uh, over at legendarymarriage.com slash community. It'll take you right to the group. All right. Or you can join the 4x4 Marriage Challenge. There's a lot of couples doing the challenge. Yes. Um, And so you can jump in there at our website, legendarymarriage.com. Slash 4x4. Yes. Takes you right to it. I would like to go 4x4ing. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's ditch the kids and your family and go jeeping this. Well, this actually, it's snowing right now, so I'm kind of thinking more of like winterish, maybe a snowmobile. Ooh. Maybe. Anybody, anybody got a snowmobile that we know? Is that is that your couple goal? <laughs> that to, could to be a couple together? goal. That could be a good. Well, one. that hashtag couple goals are all over the internet from beautiful hard-bodied couples posting Christmas pictures in their their their. Uh, pajamas or crazy Christmas underwear to people talking about um, how they want to grow their families and vacations they want to take and career goals and Mm. businesses and everything. Um, So, but I'm just wondering the whole New Year's resolution and like bringing intention to the new year, like whether you call it resolutions or whether you call it goals, whatever you call it, um, I find, and I know that I've I've been guilty of this for sure. It's like you make a resolution and then a couple weeks from now it's just feels like, oh crap, now I've bought like a treadmill and it's sitting in the corner or yeah. um now I uh, resolutions are a pet peeve for me. Really? Like, I, I love it and I hate it. This is a pet peeve. Because a resolution is basically one step off of an intention, mm. which is basically wishing. I wish I could lose weight. Just grow, get a penny get a and throw it in the fountain. Right? Wish on it. So we, we set an intention, which most people confuse a resolution with an intention. Like, I'm going to do this this year. Well, okay. And then, then it doesn't happen. Think about the word or, resolution. It says resolute. Yeah. In it. It's like, that's like a really powerful word if you think about it. So I don't think we operate with that power, though. And 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 I think it really comes down to we're just doing it wrong. We all do it. Yeah. We make the New Year's resolution based on whatever the the advertisement is on TV or the the segment on the Today Show or the you know the billboard as we're driving to work. So that's why you think they don't work. Yeah. We, there's two reasons. Because I you're not owning it. You're not it. owning it. It's somebody else's goal, it's and you're some, just exactly accepting. It's it. arbitrary. It's like oh, I should. And should is a terrible place to try to accomplish something from. And I feel like a lot of people, like me included, set health goals for the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty common um, common one is health goals. So you say yeah. like, oh, I'm going to lose 25 pounds or and something. And so I would say, why? Like, what's beneath that? Losing 25 pounds? Yeah. What's and, and just keep asking that till you get to this place where there's an emotional response to it, mm-hmm. where it's a deep, resonant choice to resolve mm-hmm. to actually set a goal that's smart and 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 breaks down with that smart goal at, 
acronym. You know and, what? And is, a, is actually something that you can do. You can break like a project. You create a work breakdown structure and and tackle things every day. You know what? We had a similar conversation last year around this time on the I'm podcast. Sure we did. And I want to share with you kind of how mine went mm-hmm. because my goal was some weight loss and yeah. it was getting healthy and some other things like that. Um, and we, we kind of went through this. It's like, what's behind that? What's behind that? And then you, we just kept digging, digging, digging what's behind all this. And then we got, I got to the point where the reason I wanted to lose weight was because we wanted to have more kids. Yeah, and I wanted to be in a very healthy place, and to me, that was my like line in the sand, kind of like. And Danielle, who does not, she's not uh, a highly emotive person as an Enneagram eight. Yeah, well, I mean, I can I can bring the passion, but uh, it's just you you can bring a lot of high emotion, like excitement, energy, volume. (laughs) What? What are you talking about? Um, but but. Even in that, like, so it's not something where it's where you go. Well, I'm just I'm not a feeler, so I'm like, no, I'm I'm just like I hate to I hate to lay a rule of thumb down like that, but it's not it's not a real resolution. It's not something that you can actually commit and accomplish until you hit an emotional chord with it, till you feel it in your guts. Okay, are you gonna let me finish my story? No. So when I made my resolute resolution last year, I really got to the place of this is why I'm doing it from this very deep place. And that was because we wanted to have more kids and I need to be healthy if I'm going to be in my 40s and have a new little baby. So that was just. And so I actually did really awesome and I held to it and I lost the weight. I got healthy. Babe. Remember when your body was slamming? You mean right now? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so anyways, I feel like this really helped me last year was to get to that like yeah. really deep place of connecting with my goal. Yeah. If I had just, like you said, like, oh, it was on the Today Show that people should lose 25 pounds. I really to, should. Everybody's doing it. It, it yeah. totally would have fell flat. But and again, I don't mean to say it like that to mock anybody who's been there. I've been there. Me too. You've been there. We've A all million done that. times, yeah. At, you know, 80% of people don't even remember their resolution, what they resolved to do right. by the end of January. So we're all in this together. But Daniel and I have created a process that works for us. Yeah. And we're going to go through that in a few minutes. Um, but I want to talk for a minute about the second reason that we think that New Year's resolutions don't work. Mm-hmm. And it's it's simply this. You're not doing it together. So number one is you're not doing it right. And number two is we're not you're not doing it together. And and together can be with your spouse. Um, if you're married, I we think that's where the accountability, that's where the structure, mm-hmm. the support, the encouragement, that togetherness needs to be most. This is such a sticky wicket, too. It is. It is a sticky wicket because I think there's a fine line between, you know, we throw around the word accountability. Like mm-hmm. if like just for example, if we each There's said, another be in my bonnet about that word, but we'll get to it. Why are we using these weird old cliches? I don't know. But like, for instance, if we both said (laughs) we're going to lose 25 pounds in this new year and it was like a resolute thing and we said, okay, you hold me accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. And then I see you sitting there eating a bag of Cheetos. Like, 
How does that go down? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you have to design it. Yeah. Here's why this is so important. There's two things. I think marriage is the th- the thing that we miss a lot of is is most people are talking about how we want more we want more romance and more fun and more light, yay, touchy feely moments and more sex and all of this, and, and that's what marriage is about. And it's about something something so much deeper. It's about becoming all that you were made to be. Mm. I think it's a crucible. It's a refining experience. It's it's a place to be accountable to to grow together. Well, you know what? Even the word accountability is a little like uh, to yeah. me in in marriage. I feel like a better term is calling each other forth, like yeah. to be your very best. Like um, yeah. you know who. You and I both know who you are at your very best, and you and I both know who I am at my very best. Mm -hmm. And I like what you're saying about designing it in a way that, um, like, if I say, hey, honey, if I sit down with a bag of Cheetos and I'm just, like, going to town and a pint of... Yeah, just smack it out of my hand. Like, I mean... All right, if I do that, it, are you cleaning up the mess or am I cleaning up the mess? Um, we could both do it. It could be a fun team activity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's tr- there's a couple reasons that, that I say do it together. Do it with your spouse. One is, this is this is the nature of, of a marriage, is two people becoming all they were mm. made to be together. Yeah. Um, the second is, it's about alignment, just because Danielle's goal was to lose weight lap this year, that wasn't mine. Mine was to get healthy in a different way. I had to have a surgery and and do some stuff to to get structurally reset. Um, so different goals, but we're in it together for each other. We are each other's biggest cheerleader. Mm. Uh, and and the point of all of it is to build intimacy and connection. The point yeah. of doing this process together is to have conversations that matter, that build intimacy and connection, that that unleash you both to have a more fulfilling, more rewarding life and a marriage and a family to build a life of love and a legacy together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you do this right, this accountability piece, it can be that intimacy and connection. But if you don't design it and you do it wrong, it can be more resentment, more shame, things like that. And it was kind of like you're building a case against the other person. And yeah. uh, that feels ugly to me. And I don't like So it. really quick, before <laughs> we dive into the process, my note about accountability, the be in yeah. my bonnet, me be in my bonnet about <laughs> accountability. <laughs> we tend to treat accountability like this. Hey, honey, um, will you hold me accountable to do this thing? And by when, by accountable, I mean, when I fail, will you shame me and, and, and criticize me and nag me about it? And then when you shame, criticize, and nag me about it, I'm going to get bitter, resentful, and defensive against you about it. I hate all of it. Like, if we're we're honest, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, That's what we're doing. But that's not accountability. Accountability is is calling each other forth. It's, it's, It's saying, hey, did you accomplish what you set out to do? Yes? Great. What did you learn? How do you want to go forward? How do you want to do it better Mm, in the future? I like it. Or, hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? No. No? Okay, great. What stood in the way? What did you learn? How do you want to do it better in the future? That's accountability. Accountability isn't bringing out the the board of education, the paddle (laughs) on somebody. It's not shaming them or, quote unquote, speaking the truth in love, a.k.a. spiritually pooping on them. (laughs) It's, It's always about encouraging. It's always about moving forward. 
It's always about moving forward and deepening the learning. So, uh, okay, enough. Soapbox put away. Eh, Let's, yeah, right. We're going to walk through our process Yay. for uh, for goal setting, resolutions, and just it's really just an alignment conversation that Daniel and I have every year about this time. Mm-hmm. So first part is we, we just... We just want to look back at the last year and mm. and celebrate. Like, who have we been becoming? Yeah. Um, I think, particularly in the last week, I have. I've, <laughs> the last week. In the last down few to days, last last no, minute, no, no. honey. I think in the last few days, it's just I've had some conversations and come to a deeper awareness of just how much I have been in my own head, in my own life, myopically looking at my own stuff. Like mm. the, this year, the last few years really for me have been about family, have been about becoming a better husband, a better father, um, and really coming into, a, into ease and flow around all of that. Um, working through, like Danielle and I have had some tough times in the last few years. Yeah. And it, this these last few years have really been really focus, focused inwardly. And we've left some some friendships out on the table, left them, left them out in the cold, because all our energy is going to, into that and to building this community and serving serving the, the thousands of couples that listen every month. So wait, what are you celebrating? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging that yeah. as I'm looking back, I'm becoming what I set out to be. Yeah. Like we're in a good, really good place. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, we're, we're really investing intentionally with the kids. Um, I'm becoming what I, what is most important to me. Mm. I'm becoming a great husband, a great father becoming, I am, I'm not claiming it. I'm becoming <laughs> a great husband, yet. a great father. There's no trophy yet. Um, <laughs> and, and uh, more deeply rooted in myself, in my own identity. Yeah. And I'm going to celebrate that. Love it. Um, what did you accomplish this year? Like you talked about it a little bit. Yeah. So we talk about what did, you, what did you, who are you becoming? What are you, what did you accomplish? And what did you experience in the last year? Well, um, I want to celebrate that. Yeah. My health journey. Yes. I've, I've kicked butt and take names. I mean, like I feel great. Um, Every morning when I get out of bed, I'm just, you know, I've got my mission for the day, um, which I feel like a lot of times in the past I've been like more lackadaisical on like whatever the day brings is what it brings mm-hmm. and very intentional about like this is my schedule yeah, and that makes me come more alive. So I'm going to celebrate yeah. that and my health journey. I'm celebrating yeah. that. Um, experience, like really quick experience, I think. For me, this year has been a lot about environment. Like we've been in in our our house for two years, yeah. And really, only in the last six months have we really started to to settle in, to like <laughs> decorate know, a so little weird. bit, to to move the furniture into places that make sense instead of like blocking a window and stuff like that. And it just feels <laughs> the experience of our home life is so much better, yeah, because of those little those little moves and investments in 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 cleaning up and decorating and decluttering and stuff. I think another thing um, as far as who I'm becoming is I feel like I'm becoming it. And as the kids go off to school and, um, you know, there is actually some time to myself, I feel like I'm becoming more of working mom and yeah. self-care mom. You are totally becoming and stepping into that experience of, of like the boss lady, the boss 
the boss babe, the whatever, yeah. whatever that, that hashtag yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I'd love seeing you come into that, come into confidence around that. Thanks, honey. Yeah. All right. So, yay, so, so part one is look back, celebrate. Who are you becoming? What did you accomplish? What did you experience? Uh, then it's then we ask, like, what do you want to carry forward from last year? What of that? Like, yeah, I want to carry forward fitness, my health. Right? Oh, definitely. And, and what do you want to leave behind? I want to leave behind some of the isolation that we've done. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to get really in, uh, reconnected to our community, uh, our, our in-person local community, mm-hmm. our friends here. Um, so we talk about what did you carry for? What do you want to carry forward? What do you want to leave behind? I and, want to leave behind also, some of the defensiveness that we get into when we're uh, in conflict. Yeah. Particularly your defensiveness. Anyway. No, honey, I'm not defensive. <laughs> um, also, I want to say, I want to add one more to that. And then that is, what do you want to <clears throat> amplify? And just meaning that is like you got started on something. Yeah. But you really want to either pump it up. Yeah. Or just continue it forward. Yeah. Um, there, there are different kinds of goals and things. And we'll talk about this later. Short-term, long-term, you know, legacy kinds of things. That, yeah. You know, it's just becoming. So for, for health and fitness for you is a very big long-term thing. It is oh, for yeah. me too. It's not it's like not I'm something, done oh, at the end of the year. Done. All right. Got to the ideal weight, got to the ideal, you know, BMI or got to the ideal whatever or mastered uh, this, this. I don't even know what those thing. measurements are really. I know that sounds so dorky, but um, now I'm good. No. <laughs> so what do you want to continue? Exactly. Um, so then, then we go back and re- revisit, like we've identified 12 core values for a legendary marriage. Curiosity, adventure, creativity, respect, stewardship, gratitude, faith, courage, intentionality, authenticity, teamwork, and integrity. Got all those? You got them all? Write them all down? <laughs> no. Um, and, and those are values that Daniel and I have worked together to identify as what we want to be core. Some, sometimes it's, it feels more aspirational. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're like, oh, we're not living this one out all that well. We, we, want, to do, we want to be more uh, yeah. courageous here or faithful here or intentional there. Um, but they're, they're the values we hold most dear and uh, based on research and years of, of working with couples and, and doing our research and reading books and everything, these are the 12 values that, that are hallmark indicators of great long-term legendary marriages. Mm. Um, so we talk about those a little bit, and we'll look back at last year, and we'll say, okay, where where did we fall short? Where did right. we, where did we really thrive here in our values? Where were we honoring them? Where were we dishonoring them? Um, and sometimes the conversation will diverge from there a little bit, like because I have core values, just me, yeah, and Danielle has core values, just her, right? Um, hint, hint. If you're having a conflict, it's probably because you're not standing in honor of each other's values. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're crapping all over the other person's value. Is that what you were trying to say? Right in the crapper. <laughs> um, so so we do, we have a conversation about our values. And sometimes they shift and change and we go, you know what? Uh, creativity isn't, it's not important to us this year. Yeah. What's important to us this year, it, most important is... Adventure. Yeah. So it... Having that conversation, and I know this all feels like, well, wait, where does the lose 25 pounds or or buy a new house or have another kid? That's goals. And, and it's, it's a, 
I think it's a long process, and we and we we want to honor the process of getting there mm-hmm. because we want the deep, resonant choice. Because we, I don't want to set goals that I don't accomplish. I don't, I don't, I don't want that self contempt, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Trying to short circuit a process like this, shortcut it, is is really self contempt. It's setting yourself up to fail, and and I know for me, as somebody who has struggled with depression and anxiety my whole life. I know that if I'm not intentional about a process like this and really giving it space and time to flesh it out, to create something that inspires and, and evokes a response in me, if I don't do that, I'm setting myself up for failure. And I would, I would say you are too, based on working with people for a long, long time. So here's how we go about the next part of the process. We have a tool called the Wheel of Marriage. The Wheel of Marriage. No, I was thinking of like the Wheel of Fortune. Like oh, the Wheel <laughs> of Marriage. Thanks, honey. There you go. I need right. to get it right. So there's lots of different sections in there. There's spiritual growth, romance and, and, and sex. And hold on. Like the Wheel of Life is a coaching tool, and there's lots of versions of it. Our version, we've designed it this way because we we don't see your your marriage relationship as a part of your life. It's it's your whole life. Right. It's your whole life is happening there because everything that's a part of your life is impacting and being impacted by it. So we call it the Wheel of Marriage, and everything is inside of it. So go go ahead and. Tell yeah. them all the sections. So there's spiritual growth, romance and sex, parenting, family relationships, which could be even extended family, yeah. especially important around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, tribes, and that's like your people. That's your people. that's the, the friends who are like your refrigerator friends, the, the people who know you and truly hold you accountable. Small okay. groups, things Keys like that. to your house. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of people. Home and style, which Justin was talking about. We have a little Home bit, and style, yeah. Have a little bit more of that going on these days. Professional growth. Oh, sorry. Personal growth. Finances. Career, which can be a very big slice um, yeah. a lot of times just because you spend so much time there and so much effort. Recreation and adventure, health and fitness, and community. And that's just being a part of uh, something bigger than you. Uh, a church community, a cause, a political organization. Your neighborhood. Um, serving, giving, uh, participating on mission with a group of people. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to pick a slice of the wheel, and we're going to... Uh, honey, what slice of the wheel do you want to focus on here? Um, I think it really comes down to personal growth, which is a really broad kind of a topic. Mm. Uh, so let me let me give you the 10-cent the version of that. Um, like I said earlier, I just constantly becoming aware of, of how much room I have to grow and some of the patterns of... Uh, that I've I've had my whole life. Um, so working with my coach, my counselor, uh, um, growing through some of that stuff this year. Okay. That, that's going to be really important to me. What do you want more of as far as personal growth? Oh, I want I want more freedom from anxiety. I want more um, I want more sense of of living on purpose and and feeling accomplished every day. Like. Like I'm, I want to feel less doing battle with myself every day, mm. and more like, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this, and here we go, and and then it's the end of the day, it's done, and I'm free to be to go and do and, you know, be with you, be with the kids, go off and and go for a hike or whatever. So that was kind of answering my next question, which was, what would that give you? 
It sounds like more yeah. time, even. Um, it, it's, it sounds so weird at 43 years old to say growing up. <laughs> but but that's what it is in a lot of ways. I, I have very strong opinions. <laughs> what? And, this is new information. And the reality is if, if I don't understand something, I can get, just get stuck and spin. And when I start to spin or be, feel stuck, when I don't have that motion, like I'm accomplishing something, um, I start to spin out. I, I move into anxiety and depression and everything. And then it's just kind of I lose time and everything is like walking through pudding. And oh, wow. I... I to not have that, the seasons when I don't have that, when I'm when I'm just clear and focused and on purpose and and moving forward, uh, are the best times in my life, and I want more of those. You know what? For was, me and for us, for our, for the family, for for everything. I'm just gonna say to our listeners, if you're kind of stuck on this, like let's say you pick a section of the wheel of life, like personal growth. If you're kind of like, I have no idea what I would really want there. Take a look at some of those values, like. Um, curiosity. Maybe you want to be more curious about what makes you tick. Maybe you want to take some of the personality assessments, you know. I think as I look at the list right now, immediately when I look at values, it's stewardship. I want to be a better steward of my time Mm. and of my talent because we have so much that we want to do to serve this community, the legendary marriage community, but also um, be in community physically, locally, um, we have so much we want to do and accomplish in life, and so far we want to go, um, that I, we, we will never get there if I can't um, become a better master of my stewardship. Mm. So uh, that's huge. There is a value, uh, and I think integrity. Integrity for me is, is, is a big part of this. Just being true to, like, match up what's inside and what's outside. I like that. Okay, so from there, I mean, we're not going to get into the whole smart goals thing because I'm sure. And here's the thing. We're not going to dig into the, well, how do you want to do that? What what do you want to do? What day are you going to do it? And how, you know, that that's not yet. This whole process is about marinating in desire. Mm. But what do you really long for? What does your heart really need? Um, uh, Whether it's a better workout plan or, or lose weight or get a different job or, you know, grow your family or make more money or whatever it is. It's about getting to that heart place where it's true and, and authentic. Uh, well, so I bear, like, if, I like if you're how, feeling antsy, you know, keep listening. I like how you're saying authentic too, because you want to measure your goals against um, like we have a family legacy statement. Yeah. We have, and this is the next piece of the, of the puzzle. And we have values that we, you know, know that are deeply true about us. So if we make a goal that says, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year by working out four hours a day, and then we match that up with, does that really match our values or our legacy statement or what we're even about? Not necessarily, because we're about spending quality time with our family. How is four hours at the gym going to serve that? Um so yeah. when you make those goals, make sure you kind of make sure it matches and up with what you're doing. And sometimes it might. You know, yeah, it might. might. Four hours at the gym a day might match up with, with still having quality time with family um, because maybe it's a for a season 
Mm. I'm going to do this so that at the end of this season, I have more, more energy, more life, more vitality, more whatever, more fitness to be more present and have more quality in my time with my family. Yeah. But there's a cost there. Yeah. There's an opportunity cost there. Um, there's a trade-off. So, so it's, it's about looking at it. And that, that's what the legacy statement and the values do. Is there a set of filters for us, us, you and your spouse, right. together to conversate uh, stop. And, and get aligned about where you're going? Because wherever you're going, you're either taking your spouse and your family with you or you're being taken with them. Mm. Okay. Because, and if you're not, that's that's a big deal. You know what? And I find too, if your goals are truly matching that why, that deep resonant, like why are we doing there, it, it can kind of fit into this. You're kind of making a defiant decision. Like I yeah. said, um, I'm choosing new babies over a bag of Cheetos. Like Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the perspective of that. Yeah. I do love Cheetos, but I would yeah. love a new baby even more yeah. than a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> so so you could even phrase it in that way. So let's say like um let's say romance. We're going to take that that slice of the wheel of life. Maybe you could say I'm choosing quantity over quality or yeah. vice versa, quality over quantity or something Either way, like that. either way it, it could work. It may be what's most important for you and your your marriage. Yeah. Sometimes quantity is more important than quality. Yeah. And oftentimes it's the vice versa. So Yeah. But but you see again how looking back, what did you accomplish or who did you become? What did you accomplish? What did you experience last year? What do you want to carry forward? What are your values? What's your legacy? What are you what are you longing for more of in one area or all areas of your of your life? And then moving, looking at that legacy statement and saying, okay, who are we going to become together? How are we going to live together? What are we going to create together? What are we going to experience together? And what do we want to release and let go of and find healing and restoration and renewal and redemption from mm-hmm. together? Yeah. When you answer those five, six questions, five questions, and in put it into a form, it becomes this 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 family legacy statement that that can really transform how you look at and make decisions and lead together. So uh, from there then again it's it's the defiant decision. It's it's what are you going to choose over the thing you want. For me this year in personal growth it's it's got to be something like um I'm going to choose um legacy over ease, over comfort, over over uh, over re- rest. Mm. Like this last year has been a year of rest in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and now it's now we're turning a corner into a new year and new desires. And you know what's interesting is in another year you might look at this yeah. and say the reverse of it. Absolutely. So for you, that's really important. Yeah. Okay. So and you can also go through each section of the wheel and do the same thing. Yeah. I'm going to choose this over this. Um, or I want to really honor this value over this. Um, and sometimes there's that linchpin goal, which is really interesting because for me, that, that was, that's what I always want to be going after. That was like the health one for me. So, um, health can make my career better. 
can make my parenting better, can make my faith better. Um, it, Which is so interesting. Because, because it could, but it could also hurt them too. Yeah. There's going to be an opportunity cost. Yeah. If you're spending two hours a day at the gym, that's two hours a day you aren't spending with your either kids. with me or with the kids or doing this yeah. or doing that. Yeah. So, so it's taking, taking a moment to count the costs. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I lost track of what I was going to say there. <laughs> The linchpin, linchpin, you know, as you, as you go through that wheel of life and you Mm. you look at each area and you say, oh, this could be a goal. Don't commit yet, but this could be something that I want more of that I want to commit to. Mm -hmm. Then, then take a a pause, step back and look at all of them again and go, what? And ask this question, what is the one area, the one thing that if I pour myself into it, Mm. It will truly awaken, unleash, untame, release, create freedom, productivity, intimacy, connection in my whole life. Mm. Like like for Danielle this last year, health and fitness, working out, eating right has has unleashed her to be more, have more energy, be more present, um, to, to have so many, so much impact in so many areas of her life. And and here's the caution I would say for so many Christians. We immediately go spiritual. More Jesus, like yeah. like that's it. I need more God. Yes, everything is spiritual, but spiritual isn't everything, right? So, for Danielle this year, exercise, working out, her health and fitness has been a spiritual decision and a spiritual act in a big way. Mm-hmm. Even though it's been a, a physical journey, so don't don't play small here. Like, mm. ask yourself what is really going to make a big difference and and partner with God in it. And then, you know, you've got to actually put some strategy to it. Yeah. Um, And this is, this is where I get, I start geeking out a little bit. All right, go for it, babe. Um, So a goal is nothing without a strategy to accomplish it. Right. Uh, And this is where we, where we go wrong so often is we say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to set a goal, lose 25 pounds or to, you know, gross personally. Well, what does that mean? How are you going to grow, grow spiritually? What are the what are the things you're going to do? The people you're going to engage with? The books you're going to read? What is the transformation you're after? What's the before and after picture you're looking for here? And it's super easy in some ways with health and fitness. You go, well, here's the before picture. It's me with 25 pounds. Here's the after picture. It's me without that 25 pounds, <laughs> right? But you you got to look at this and go, what is the before and after here? So that you can create the, and, and we break it down to this, rhythms, practices, and structures. The rhythms are your natural uh, flow in life. Mm. Are you a morning person? Are you an evening person? Are you a relational person? Are you a... a, 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 a introvert. Introvert. Introvert, yeah. extrovert. Looking at personality types and things like that to see what is the natural ways, rhythms for life for you. For me, my most creative work is in the morning before, between, you know... 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Yeah. So if I choose to spend two hours at the gym from 8 to 11, mm. then I'm losing out that. I'm, I'm cre- costing something there. So I might shift it a little bit, whereas Danielle likes to get up, go to the gym, do her thing, and then come home and get creative and, and do work. So what are the natural rhythms to your life? Yeah. Then, then we talk about what are the practices. That, this is the how. This is the nuts and bolts. How are you going to lose 25 pounds? Well, 
I'm going to do the clean eating challenge, the Arbonne clean eating challenge. <laughs> I'm going to work out every day, take by going to the gym and doing one of the whatever class is that day at the time that I can get there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a new workout outfit to inspire me. Okay, yeah. great. Those are the practices. What does it look like? What are you going to do? Write it down. Yeah. Make the decisions. And then the structures are the when. It's putting it on the calendar. Yeah. And creating accountability and saying, hey, babe, I'm going to go to the gym every day, every morning from yeah. 9 to, to 1030. Yeah. And let's rearrange our schedule. Let's make sure that the bases are covered, the kids are taken to school and picked up from school and all the things are, are happening. Right. So that that structure can serve Danielle's weight loss or fitness journey. Yeah. And then we have to keep accountable, keep progressing. Um, And a good way to do that is the weekly family meeting. Yeah. And weekly, we do a check-in with each other. We've talked about sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, tender, our stash check-in. Again, the weekly family meeting is just, it's it's five things. Yep. Keep it simple, five things. Check-in, how are you doing on your goals? Mm-hmm. Like, I like what you said earlier, Justin, about saying, like, what did you do? Like, if you did well, what did you learn from it? And what are you doing moving forward? If you didn't do well, <laughs> yeah. what did you learn from it? How are you going to move yeah. forward? Either way, it's not a shamey thing. And it's the same kind of conversation when you move to point three of the family meeting, which is the budget. Mm-hmm. Right? What did we set out? You know, we have a budget where every penny is accounted for. Every dollar that comes in goes goes someplace, or that goes back out, or goes to savings, or retirement, or investment, or whatever. And you know, that are, this are we on track or not? And it's is, not a time to shame to shame each other or get defensive or anything like that. It's just, are we or are we not on track? What got us off track? If we're off track. And what can we do better? You know, what's interesting is you talked about a personal growth goal. I've mm-hmm. talked about um, a fitness goal. Mm-hmm. And the truth about that is, is there is budget involved with that. Sure. There is um, gym membership. gym membership and uh, child care. Supplements and... Yep. For you, know. you, there's, you know, if you're going to a counselor, going to counselor. I'll tell you what, that, that Arbonne protein powder is expensive. Ooh, but, but it is like, worth ooh. every penny. <laughs> They are not paying us for a commercial, but it is very good. Um, And the calendar, just the logistics of, So, yeah, point point number four in the weekly family meeting is the calendar. Yeah. And that's pull out your phones, have a written calendar that you post up in the kitchen, and go over, like, what are the meal plans for the week? What are what are the major things happening this week? Oh, mom and dad are coming to town this day. Oh, we've got to take the kids to this thing this day. You know, I've got a dentist appointment. Danielle's got a whatever. So that we just have an idea. So again, we're aligned about where we're going and how we're getting there. Right. And in that alignment, we're creating intimacy and connection by having these conversations. I honestly used to have a hard time with this calendar conversation. Yeah, I was you like, still do. I was like... <laughs> I, I, it doesn't occur to me a lot of times to put things on the calendar, and mm-hmm. I'm not big on, like, I have to know exactly where you yeah. are, and you have to know exactly where I am, but yeah. it's very helpful. And then the fifth point of the weekly family meeting is what we call discussions and decisions. And this is just the, the, the throughout the week, you, there are things that come up. Do we commit the kids to this volleyball camp? Do we right. buy a new car? Do we yeah. repaint the the basement? Um, so we save those conversations for a time when we can focus on them together and make wise, yeah. informed decisions together. And sometimes it's just a discussion, and sometimes it moves into a decision. Yeah. But that way we have it. And you would do this at work, 
right? Mm-hmm. The idea of a, of a strategic meeting with your team right. where you're checking in on where people are progressing. You're talking about the goals that, that you've set as a team. You're, you're looking at budgets, time right. and money budgets and everything. You're looking at the calendar, what's coming up, and you're talking about the, the issues that are facing the whatever project or, or thing that you're working on. Yeah, I love it. And it, and it, works, it works there because not it works in business, so try it at home, but it works there because it's a relationship system. Mm-hmm. And a marriage and a family is a relationship system, and, and we need those healthy structures so that we can be intentional and get all that stuff out of the way so that we can have more fun, more intimacy, more adventure, more of of a fulfilling life, and, and more focused on building that legacy together. I like the idea of having time to dream in this session, too, because, I mean, I feel like that's a yeah. discussion, too, because if you're like, hey... Wouldn't it be nice to go to Jamaica for our 20th anniversary? Oh, yes. And then you start talking about that, and you're like, well, maybe we could really do it. I've seen some good deals on, you know, coming up for sandals or, you know, things like that. It's like, this could be a time to dream, too, and it's not necessarily an action item anytime soon. But you might say, like, hey, we got to start saving. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was going to go is, oh, okay, so we're talking about this idea of our 20th anniversary trip and Jamaica. Okay. So let's, let's figure out what the numbers would look like Yeah, to do that. How much is it going to cost so that we can next week talk about it in the budget segment and how much do we need to start saving and, yeah. and all of that. That's, yeah. a, that's great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our process. Um, you know, like I said, I'll go through it. I'll review it really, really quickly again. It's, it starts out with, um, celebrating, acknowledging yeah. and celebrating the last year. Who have you become? What did you accomplish? What did you experience? What do you want to carry forward or leave behind? Look at your shared values. Look at your individual values. These are all points to have rich, intimate, connective conversation together. Mm. Look at a, a wheel of marriage. And we'll put one in, a link to one in the show notes. Yeah. Um, talk about each section. What do you want more of? What would it give you to have more there? To be more healthy, to be more, to have more sex, to to grow fi- your financial investments, to change careers, whatever it is. What would it look like to be, to be or have more in that area? What would it give you? Look at your legacy statement. Who are you becoming together? How are you living? What are you creating, experiencing, and releasing this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, make some defiant decisions. What are you going to choose in order to get what you really, really want? Babies over Cheetos. Babies over Cheetos. <laughs> and, then, and then make some goals. And then pick one goal. Focus on one goal. And, and I, I tell this story constantly. The Israelites, when they went to take the promised land, God said, take it one city at a time. Don't try to take the whole thing at once. Mm. Take one city at a time, and follow one strategy for each city. It's not going to be the same thing for everything. Mm, so true. Um, talk it through. Find the linchpin. What's the first city that you really want to take? And then when you accomplish that, Domino effect. move on to the next one. Strategize it. Look at your rhythms. What's natural? Like I am. I do not like getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Mm. So saying, I'm going to get up at 4.30 in the morning and go to the gym is ridiculous. Because I'm not. Because if I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, I am bitter and resentful. I am straight up sinful at 4.30 in the morning. It is not a good scene. So look at your rhythms. What are the practices? What is it going to be? Is it 
is if it's weight loss, is it eating different? Is it exercising different? Is it going to the doctor? Is it what is it? Okay. What's going to get you there? And then when are you going to do it? Put down the structures. Put it on the calendar so that you you and your spouse know and you can count the costs. Do your family meetings every week where you're checking in, talking through goals and your budget and your calendar and your discussions and decisions. Now, this can feel like a lot. Because it is. Yeah, because... Because, because here's the deal. If you're going to make it We're meaningful... Not, yeah, if it's going to be meaningful, you, you need to take time and really sit with it and marinate and work it. Mm-hmm. Like, the three easy steps to a super new year is a bunch of bunk, y'all. Like, we're not going to try to sell you a bill of goods and tell you it's super easy and here's our three-step process to make it the best year ever because that's BS. Creating a life, a love, and a legacy together is hard work, but it can be fun and it can be an adventure and it can be so worth it. And And you you have what it takes. And you get to have lots of conversations that matter. Yes. (laughs) So... If if this process it has if it resonates with you if it if it interests you hey listen to this episode a hundred times take notes do the work together great if you want to uh, find uh, more support in the process of it you, you can do it yourself you can you can you can jump on our website to the legendarymarriage.com slash coaching page and schedule a free breakthrough coaching session with one of us and we'll help you through it. Yeah, no strings attached. We're not going to try to sell you anything. Um, we'll just we'll spend an hour and help you get really clear about what you want and how you're going to get there. And and the third way is uh, later this month in January, we're going to be releasing an e-course that takes you step by step through this process with the resources and worksheets and everything to uh, be able to do it and have it be a really really rewarding conversation with your spouse. So, that's it. All right. I feel like um, I don't. I don't know that we need to do a talk about it segment today because no. like everything was. A and talk- now we'll talk about it segment. Talk about this episode with your spouse. Everything. Sit down. Listen. <laughs> take an hour and sit down and listen to it and talk about it together. All right. Yeah. All right. Before we wrap up for the day, we just wanted to take a minute to to say Happy New Year. May May twenty nineteen be the best year ever for you, for your family, for your life, for your marriage. Um, and we want to be a part of that. So we've been working really hard behind the scenes, uh, casting vision and creating ideas and a roadmap to support you on the journey of building a, a legendary marriage and family. Um, we've got a few things that I wanted to share really quickly. Uh, I mentioned earlier we're going to be releasing this this family goal setting kind of e-course mm. later this month. In February, we have a Legendary Marriage Intensive that's going to be happening, and uh, we only take six couples. We're going to go up to the mountains and have an adventure and do some really deep, uh, deep work together. It's going to be a fantastic time. And then uh, later on in the year, we're going to be releasing some other resources and tools and coaching programs to help you have conversations that matter, build intimacy and connection so you can create a life of love and a legacy together. All right, and you know what? As always, we're talking about all the hot topics from the podcast and so much more in our free community on Facebook. So come join the conversation at legendarymarriage.com slash community. Yeah, you can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 109. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. 
All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you. Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.